Hey everybody, today we're debating whether or not porn is bad for society, and we are starting right now. With Kat's opening statement, thanks so much for being with us, Kat. The floor is all yours. Perfect. Thank you. So um, I would like to argue on the side of porn and not being bad for society. Um, when we talk about uh, the specifications of what I mean by pornography, um, I mean uh, the things that uh, we traditionally think of, such as your hub websites, you know, your X something something websites, um, nothing that is explicitly illegal. Of course, those are harmful. That's why those are illegal. But um, everything that's within the um, range of being a consensual um, type of depiction of sexuality between two different performers that want to be there. I don't see any form of harm um, for our society. For example, I think it's a really good way for people to um, get experience uh, with sex if they uh, don't have the opportunity to be able to engage in it. For example, if I'm a 18-year-old and I've never um, had sex before, I'm going to have sex for the first time and I don't know what I'm doing, this would be a good way for me to see a little bit of what this looks like um, because it can be very embarrassing for people for their first times. I also think it's a very um, it's a preferred method for people to get out some of their sexual tension as opposed to alternative means. I think um, that a uh, masturbation would be able to get out any form of um, sexual desire is a, a better thing for our society than people walking around with a lot of pent up frustration. Um, and overall, I think um, that especially with some of the movement that we're taking um, within um, the porn industry, um, like for example, uh, woman-based porn companies where um, it's depicting a lot more realistic forms of pornography. I think this is a great way for us to move away from what um, perhaps people like myself grew up watching. And I think if we can really um, get more and more people onto the uh, more realistic depictions of sex that uh, this could really help um, with boosting or having a proper dialogue about um, sexuality and um, being able to move towards a um, society and where more people care about both partners' gratification rather than what we've grown up as as teenagers, at least for myself, where it's a lot of, I'm just here to serve men. So overall, I think uh, porn is definitely uh, better that we have it rather than we don't. Um, and I'm excited to see what my opponent would have to say. You got it. Thank you very much for that. And want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. And Dr. Jones, thanks for being with us. The floor is all yours for your opening as well. Thank you. And thank you for inviting me. Uh, in thinking about the, uh, the debate, uh, I was uh, thinking about the last debate I had here. Uh, thought about maybe there's a better way to begin this than it began at the last time. So um, I remember being at my 40th wedding anniversary. Uh, and I remember looking around the room. And I remember thinking, there are two people, there are two people in this room that, uh, uh, there were, let's say there were, I think there were about 20 people in the room. Of the 20 people in that room, 18 of those people, one way or the other, came into being, actually, uh, as a result of my relationship with my wife. There were only two people. There were three people in the room. There was, I was there, my wife was there, and my mother was there. Everyone else in that room came into being as a result of the fact that we got married and had uh, had five children over the course of those 
40 years. And over the course of that time, uh, those children went on to get married and they went on to have what, what I now have is 21 grandchildren. That wasn't uh, that number at that time, but that was we were heading in that direction. So given this fact, you come to the conclusion that sexuality is a gift. It's a gift that's given to you. And in some sense, it's like money. Uh, money can be a gift. And you can take that money and you can do pretty much whatever you want with the money. But the outcomes are going to be radically different depending on the decisions that you make. Same thing is true of sexuality. So I was once in a position where I'm, uh, uh, I was starting off in life. I was trying to launch a magazine. And a man gave me, um, who believed in me, even though I had really nothing to show for it at that point, gave me some money. Gave me, uh, I'll tell you what it was. It was $40,000. Now, this was a while ago. Uh, but even then, $40,000, um, you could have bought a car for $40,000. And 40 years later, you'd have nothing to show for it. Okay, and a car is not as neutral. It's not something that's bad. All right. Or you could have spent $40,000 uh, getting high uh, with various kinds of drugs, in which case you probably wouldn't be here uh, to 40 years later to, to uh, discuss the issue. Or you could invest uh, the money in the source of all wealth, which is labor. And so I invested that money in my labor. And uh, for 40 years now, uh, I've been doing the magazine that I founded with that money. Same thing is true of sexuality. Uh, you can either follow the plan, uh, understand what it is, and follow the plan, in which case you will create a world that didn't exist and wouldn't it, and wouldn't exist without your participation with the participation between you and your wife, or you can uh, piss it away, uh, which is what many people have done with uh, human sexuality. Now this brings us to the contemporary situation. Uh, I'm talking about not my generation, probably not even my children's, my older children's generation. I'm talking about my grandchildren's generation who have been raised in a completely pernicious environment where the sexual desires that normal people have have been ruthlessly exploited for, first of all, profit. Certain people benefit from this financially, but more importantly, as a form of control. What happened to the generation uh, that I'm talking about is the exact opposite of what happened to my generation or to me. There was a time when I was, uh, I met my wife uh, when I was uh, 17 and she was 16. I proposed to her when I was 20 and she was 19. We got married when I was 21 and she was 20. And the result of that, I, that relate, I remember thinking at that time that I wanted a life that this could provide me with a life of my own because I didn't have a life of my own at that point. What we're seeing now is a generation that has been deprived of a life, okay? Because they've been deprived of 
the normal the normal function of sexuality, which is to allow a man and a woman to unite in marriage and to be open with procreation. How have they been deprived of this? This brings us to the form of sexual liberation as a form of control, which is a book I wrote about 25 years ago. And suddenly it caught on uh, 20 some years later uh, with uh, No Fap November. Uh, when I wrote that book, it seemed like a paradox. How can sexual liberation be a form of control? By the time it caught on, I didn't have to explain that to anybody because that generation that had been deprived of their lives, deprived of the lives that they could have had if in the normal course of things, a man met a woman, if they fell in love and they got married, they knew. I didn't have to, I didn't have to tell them anymore that they knew they were the slaves of their passions they knew they had a nasty addiction that it was very difficult to break. But now they knew, they understood the bigger picture, which is this was a form of control, a form of control to basically rob them of their lives and exploit them. And so you have a generation now that grew up with pornography on their phones, got a nasty habit of masturbation, could go along with it. And uh, in addition to that, uh, fell into debt slavery because of educational debt and ended up slaves. The difference was they knew they were slaves now. I didn't have to tell them this anymore. They knew they were slaves. And th some of them uh, have told me that simply explaining how it worked allowed them to escape from that form of bondage. A lot of them did, and a lot of them uh, which is a hopeful sign. A lot of them were be able to break this bad habit. A lot of them were able, because they broke the bad habit, uh, uh, broke out of the cocoon of isolation that masturbation and pornography surrounds you with. And we're actually able to relate to a member of the opposite sex. And we're actually able to get married and, and then went on to have children and we're on their way to having a successful life. OK, the consciousness of what's what uh, what pornography was had to come to them the hard way, which is to say, in the expensive school of experience, because when I was when I was young, when I was that age, it was just starting to break through the, the, the breakthrough, the breaking down of all of the barriers and protections that protected young people from this ruthless type of economic exploitation were just starting to break down at that point. And nobody could talk about it with any sense of experience. Well, those days are over, okay? Uh, Benjamin Franklin said, experience keeps an expensive school, but fools will learn and no other. Well, this generation learned that lesson of what pornography is really about in the expensive school of experience. And I didn't have to go and tell them that they were slaves. They knew they were slaves and they were tired of being slaves. And that's when they started this this consciousness started to get put into action at that point. And it is continuing to this day because the genie is out of the bottle now. The consciousness is out there. 
Sexual liberation is a form of control. It was created to control and to wreck that generation. And now they're waking up to it. And now because of that consciousness, we are aware of all the other forms of control that are being imposed on us. And we're waking up to that too. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Jones, for that opening as well. And want to let you know, folks, we are absolutely thrilled, as you can see at the bottom right of your screen, big debate coming up this month between Dr. Jeff Zwierden and Dr. Goykovic on whether or not cosmology points to God. You don't want to miss it. Hit that subscribe button and that notification bell so that you don't miss it. And with that, we're going to jump into open conversation. And we've got just a bit extra, so it'll be about 38 minutes total for this open conversation. Thanks so much, Dr. Jones. And Kat, the floor is all yours. Yeah. Um, so I want to figure out some of these sequiturs because in my mind, a lot of things come off as non-sequiturs. I don't understand one, how uh, I, I guess this is like a bit of a populism thing that you do where you're like economic control. I don't, don't know why we talk about economic control when we're really just talking about whether or not porn is good. If you could either tell me why you're doing it or just not do it all, at all, because then, you know, we're going to die. Of course, I'm going to want to talk about this. You caught me. I'm a leftist, but it's not super related. Um, I also, uh, there's just, a, I don't understand how you get from A to Z when you say, wow, look at all my kids. And that's why you guys should not be masturbating. I mean, I can have kids and masturbate. These are things that people can do. I just don't really understand any of your line of argumentation, as well as I, you didn't really engage with any of the things I said as well. So, I mean, do you have any refutations for the idea of uh, masturbation? Because uh, I, I don't really particularly talk about masturbation. I talk about pornography as a way for people to learn about sexuality, figure out things that they like, you know, come into a relationship, being able to establish already no knowing some of the things that they're into so that they can basically uh, mate with others more fruitfully. And you just kind of talk about other things. Yes, it's clear that you didn't understand what I said uh, because uh, you don't understand that masturbation and pornography lead to isolation. Okay. They don't. They don't help in relationships. They are the opposite of helping in relationships. Yeah, I've heard this point before about how masturbation doesn't help with relationships. But I mean, I'm, you know, as somebody with a vaginal canal, I can have a relationship whenever I want because that's the beauty of having having a woman's body. So I I can masturbate as much as I want. Go on my phone. Five minutes later, I have someone that wants to come over. How does masturbation stop that from happening? You said a relationship. I mean, have, not, sorry. To, what do you, can we specify what do you mean by relationships? I, I, uh, I assume you know what the word means. Relationship no, I, means I mean, some do type you mean of sexual relationships. Do you mean committed well, that, relationships? That's what the whole mean? point. That's the whole point. What do you mean by a relationship? Do you mean you can get somebody, call somebody up on Tinder and have sex with them, and you call that a relationship? I, that, I that's guess the opposite. What, that's, well, that's, I didn't bring up relationship. That's the I'm saying that if you say it leads to isolation. Yes, I'm just trying does. to figure out: Do you mean like it stops me from having being able to have sex, or do you mean it stops me from being able no, to be in a partnership? No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to stop you from having sex. It stops you from having a relationship. That's what okay. it stops you have from Have you having. ever watched porn with a partner? Have I what? Have you ever watched porn with a partner Partner, or have you heard of it? Because that's something I've done with people that I was engaged to. I watch porn with partners. This is something that you, you can do together. You watch porn with partners. Yeah, why not? Well, that means that means you're not having sex with your partner. You're no, distracted you have it. by something No, you else. have it right after. You watch and then you say, oh, well, I like that you, thing. Why do you, you need the porn? Thing? 
Why do oh, you need the porn? I get doesn't to show that, something I like. Doesn't like, that that's distracting? Okay. Let's say I'm somebody that's interested in a particular thing and that person doesn't know anything about it. I can show a demonstration of, oh, I like this particular thing. And then they're like, oh, okay. So that's what you want me to do? Yeah, that's what I want you to do. Okay, let's turn this off and then you can do it. So you need porn to, to uh, put that idea in your mind? Especially even if, if it's something even, that somebody's not used to. Even I mean, if you're if doing it's this, even if you're doing this, you're heading away from the essence of sexuality, which is communion with another person. And you're heading toward the direction of basically mutual masturbation, which means you're not going to have a relationship. You're not going to, you're not going to have a meaningful relationship. No, I said that I turn it off. It's not like we sit there and watch the whole thing. I just wanted to show a particular part and pornography is helpful for that. It's at least easier for me to show that as opposed to explaining. So I want this and this and this, and I want, specifically to be tied with this knot i can just show it on the video to, to the extent you're talking about these perversions you're heading away from the purpose of sexuality and the What's problem the is the prop the purpose of sexuality is procreation oh have you ever heard of infertile woman so no, I, I never i never heard of that no okay no. yeah i that, of course i've heard about okay, that oh great so what you're, are you saying that there's no connection between procreation and sexuality? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying that women that don't have the ability to bear should just close their legs and sew it up? No, I'm saying that you have a relationship. Okay. Yeah, but relationship, I'm saying that there's a lot of the different types of sexual relationships that people have currently where they're not able to bear. There's a lot of men that don't have a lot of sperm. There's a lot of women that don't have uh, the ability <sighs> to bear. There's non-straight relationships in which there's no there's no way something's going to happen. So now what? Okay. Let me get back to the point. The point is that the relationship is a, a union of two people that is permanent. If it's not permanent, it's not a real relationship. It's a serial relationship with a bunch of different people, which defeats the purpose of sexuality, which is union of two people, leading a fruitful union between two people that leads to the creation of, an, of human life. Now, you are perfectly Wait, is that, free. Is that inside you the are, biology are, books, by the way? Does it say you, that in like my textbook that the point no, of having sex is to specifically lead to a Are you saying which, that there is no connection between procreation and sexuality? Are you saying there's I'm saying that you're that, contradicting I'm the saying nature that a correlation. of that? I didn't say that there's a causation. There's a so the there utility. is a connection. There is a connection. Yeah, there's also a connection is that, between is that pure, having sex has, and just having getting my rocks off. So, I mean, there's several different reasons to have sex. The you can def, look. You can defeat the purpose of sexuality. That's true. You can do it, and you're you're doing a good job at it by talking of all of these type of uh, actions that lead you away from a meaningful relationship with another person. So you can't have a meaningful relationship with a group of people who get together to engage in some type of perverted activity. It doesn't lead anywhere. Okay. So at a certain point, there's two people that can get married, right? And they love each other and they do all the things that you like and they try so hard to have kids and they can't because one person's shooting blanks and the other person's barren. Does that mean that they should probably just call it quits? No, that doesn't so, invalidate the marriage. The okay. marriage, well, then, you can have, but you the can whole have purpose a marriage. Is procreation. So now what? 
Well, that doesn't mean that you're thwarting procreation. There's a difference between being incapable of having children and thwarting the idea of having children, which means you're thwarting the purpose of sexuality, which means it will turn around and hurt you. It will hurt you in the long run. And that's what happened to these people. Do you have data on like it hurting me? Like, is there at some point will somebody's like penis like stab me to death? I'm a little bit confused. It will hurt you because the person that you could have created a life with, uh, you missed that opportunity. It's not there. You missed it because you were too busy engaging in uh, fruit, uh, pointless sex with a number of different strangers. And you'll wake up one day and you'll think, oh, that opportunity is gone now. Uh, and I never got the life that I could have had if I had followed the plan. If you had it, followed the there's plan. There's a lot of people that don't want kids. So should they just call it quits? Never have sex? If you, 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 you can't seem to comprehend the difference between thwarting the plan and not being able to fulfill the plan because of some type of defect. They're yeah, I mean, right things. now, I'm, but right now I'm not talking about authority. I, I have you are talking about. Of course now, you are. Of I'm not talking about the same content. You, of you course you are. Very, very no. aggro in comparison to me. I can. I would like you to consider taking that down. So what I'm trying to say is that there are some people that are barren, but there's also some people that are can get married and then they both mutually agree that we never want to have children. Then you're, so thwart, should, you're thwarting the plan of sexuality. But, but they're doing that you, whole thing if, if you, you like. Thwart, they're into marriage you, and the union. And if, you thwart the, if you thwart the plan, you will end up unhappy. It's very simple. Okay. What about, have you ever seen people that have kids that didn't want to have kids? They, they're not very happy. There are many causes of unhappiness in this life. but one And having that, kids without wanting them is one of them. Say you. Pardon? I mean, say you. No, uh, but, I, I mean, obviously there, there, it's anecdotal, but I have had friends whose parents did not want to have them because their parents were married, but like the parents were currently using drugs and did not want kids at the moment. And those kids did not, I mean, they, they followed the plan. They got married and they procreated, but the parents don't want to have kids. And it's not like they, those kids are raised in a particularly ha- happy household when parents have kids without wanting them. And so the solution would be, Aborting them before they're born? I'm asking, I don't know. What, what would you like them to do? I'm saying that oftentimes people are unhappy and oftentimes they get over their unhappiness. Okay. Well, if well, they're, these if people they're never open, got over unhappiness. If, Eventually they put well, up some, the kid for adoption we're, we're, when the kid's we're, 10 years old. We're talking about uh, theoretical possibilities. Okay. No, it's but, not theoretical. This happens. Okay. It happens. Uh, but is that the norm? I'm talking about a norm here. Oh, okay. I'm talking about a plan that has, there's some type of purpose to it. If you ignore the purpose of it, uh, you will not end up with a so, successful life. So I question after, let's say most women are no longer able to have kids after about 45. So are they just, are they supposed to stop then? Stop what? Having sex. No. Who said they were supposed to stop? But isn't the purpose procreation? But what do you? It turns. It turns I'm not out. Laying what eggs what do you? What do you mean? It turns. What do you mean by having sex? Sometimes having sex is licit. Sometimes it's not. If you're within a marriage, yeah, they're, they're can, married. If, but... if you're within a marriage where 
uh, you're infertile or something like that doesn't change the fact that you're in a marriage and that sex will still have the unitive effect that it's supposed to have. So okay? is this more if of like thwart, a religious you, thing where like they say in the Bible that marriage is the closest thing that you're going to get to heaven. It's supposed to be a reward for like you being a good boy. Is that what, is that what we're kind of going for right now? Or are you, are you sneering at religion? It seems uh, well, you're sneering. I'm, I'm you're not, sneering I'm not at religion. the same religion as you. So it doesn't matter what religion then, you are. So I mean, in, the purpose, in my the religion, purpose marriage is, isn't that special. The purpose uh, of sexuality is independent of any religion. All religions all over the world uh, involve all people. All, all of them say that marriage if, is a super me, duper special thing that's really close to heaven. There are a are number you, of uh, are interruptions. Are you, I do want to give are you uh, Dr. Jones a chance. Me? Do you want do you want me to finish the sentence? Are we going to have a, re, a replay of Vosh here where every time I'm stopped in mid-sentence and I can't finish my thought? Well, I'm a lot Is that the Vosh. point? Is that the point? No, you can go. Uh, there are many different religions. Thank you. Thank you for letting me finish my sentence. There are many different religions, uh, but the family structure is always the same. It's a man and woman uniting in marriage to have children. That's the norm. That is the status of the entire human race, no matter what religion you are. Okay. Uh, you know, some of us don't have sex with the other gender, right? Are you, are, are you, are you some saying Some of us that don't are... have sex with, if I'm a woman, some of us don't have sex with men. Right. And that's, that's called a perversion. According to who? According to God. Why do I care about your God? I'm not of the same religion as you. Perhaps my religion says it's cool. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what Doesn't religion it? you are. Every, every person. We're basing this off of the, uh, no. off of the, uh, you know, the three religions, you know, the same no, God not. that is Allah, no, is Yahweh, is God. But perhaps if no, I'm Hindu, my God doesn't care. You don't own God. You don't uh, have no, a everybody. God. There's different gods depending You're, on which religion. Like you were speaking about the Yahweh one and I might be talking about Krishna. And what if Krishna really likes it when I, as long as I get, I am getting off Krishna's, Krishna's happy, then what? So uh, you can worship Krishna, but you still have the same family as anyone who, people who worship Muhammad or people who worship no, Jesus they, Christ. they are not the same God. I didn't say they were the same God. So, I said you have the same family structure no matter what religion you have. It's a man mm -hmm. and a woman uniting uh, uh, to form a family and having children. That's have, you the ever, that have you ever heard of uh, Hedros? It's a very well understood and like very common uh, other gender within Hindu religions where they don't count as either. And what do those people do? So is well, it really what a does that, What does it have to do with what I just said? Because is what there, happens is if there a, a family? Hedros can have family. So then now, now what? Is there such a thing as a family? Hedros can have families, yes. Is there such a thing as a family? Yes yeah, or I just no? said it. I okay, what yes. is it? What is it then? So maybe two Hedros get married. Now, wait a minute. You're bringing this uh, exception in. What is the family? You can't make an Hedro exception the rule. India has a, kind of, a tree of over a billion no, people. No, no. Tell me That's what a, a family is. You, you tell me what a family is. A family is whatever you'd like it to be. So it's like uh, playing baseball? I mean, at least within queer It's whatever you like it to be? Uh, this, is, this is absurd. No, it's this not. is absurd. I have to say a family is whatever you like it to be. Is your automobile whatever you like it to be? 
Can you no. put sugar in your gas tank and say Maybe it one will day. run fine? Can you? Perhaps one day. Combustions are very interesting. Oh, okay. So so you can put sugar in your gas tank. Are we tank. talking about porn? But you're not you're not talking about a family. Are we talking about porn anymore? Because porn is a perversion of the family. That's what it is. It's a perversion. It's sex for so, entertainment so, when sex should when sex should be used for a higher purpose. Well, and I've defined the higher college purpose. College movies show depictions of what university looks like, and university is actually for education, but all they do is party. It's a perversion of the college experience, but I'm not mad. This isn't about you, whether you're mad or not. We're trying to come to some type of conclusion about sexuality and whether it's entertainment or whether it serves yeah, a, a lot, higher purpose. As long as it's on TV, it's usually entertainment for all like and law and order a, is entertainment versions of the court system. Everything is going to be an entertainment version of anything if it's on your television. Would you prefer that they show the parts of like porn where the girl has to be like, oh, wait, let me put the towel on. Oh, I'm still in my period. You're like, answering sure, my if question. you would like that, that works. Look, but. We're, we're getting into the situation where we're talking past each other, you're not you're not addressing. I, I can't talk. I mean, to if you. it makes you feel any better, neither are you. So let's try getting down to this. So what exactly? Because if we're just going to sit here and talk about religion and how like God's real mad when I beat my knee, like that's not really conductive now, is it? Do you have like non-religious like types of argumentation for sure. why you're? I've been giving you. Porn? I've been giving you a non-religious argument all the way all the way through here. I'm talking yes, about the right. purpose the purpose of sexuality and you can't seem to explain well, the fact I, I, that children I, come I, out of sex. Okay, so just if someone's still talking, we'll, we'll give you I'm a sorry. chance to respond, Kat. Yeah, but just sorry about sure that. Get a finish. You being that you, Dr. Jones, if you want to finish. We're, we're in the same type of bind that we're in the last time where you cannot have a discussion. Every time I say something, I'm interrupted in mid-sentence because the lady doesn't have a position. She can't come up with her own position. She can't answer the question, what is a family? Okay, she can't answer that question because unless we understand some type of normative understanding what sexuality is, we can't talk about the perversion of sexuality. And she's trying to tell me that there's no difference between the perversion and the norm, and that's not true. Uh, I know I didn't specify this earlier, but, uh, and obviously why should you know, but I just, uh, I prefer you call me like other things because I'm, I don't identify as a woman. So just, yeah, it's not like lady, but yeah, like you could just say cat. Um, but yeah. Um, so um, the thing I'm trying to say is like you say, oh, like sexuality is made for this and this. And I have taken a couple of biology classes and I never saw that the sexual reproductive system is made specifically for the higher order of this and this and this. So, I mean, it might just seem I, like you have your own definition and I have a different one. Uh, unless you can give me some type of, I don't know, some type of uh, documentation that shows that biologically it says that this is made for union between a man and a woman and I'm supposed to bear children with my husband. But I don't think you'll find a book for that. So you and I are just disagreeing about what the utility of the sexual reproductive system is for. But you just called it a reproductive system, right? Doesn't that indicate some type of purpose here? It's, it definitely indicates what it can do. Doesn't mean it's the sole purpose. I never said it was the sole purpose. Well, the, union, the union of spouses 
is one of the purposes of sexuality and procreation is the other. And you and just said it. You right, just, and I'll say that I think there's you're, you're interrupting me again. You're interrupting me again. You just said it was a reproductive system. And then now you're telling me there's no purpose to reproduction or that's not and that's not significant. Why is it called a reproductive system if it's insignificant? It's a utility it has, just like it's called the digestive system, but that doesn't stop people from doing anal. It's called the digestive system because it has a purpose. Yeah, that's the purpose. It's, the, purpose that's the utility, but you can also put things in. No, no. It's the purpose of the stomach is to digest the food. If you thwart that purpose, you are not going to be happy. The same thing is true of sexuality. If you thwart the purpose of sexuality, you're not going to be happy. You won't have a successful life. So if I do anal, I'll be real sad? Yeah, you will. Yeah, as a matter of fact, you will. I don't I don't agree with you. I, I think because I could probably there is a, uh, reach out to a lot of people and they would say otherwise. Because there is a purpose to the anus. And anyone who thinks the anus is a sex organ is confused. That's not the purpose. And if you're thwarting the purpose, you will not be happy. And I guarantee you, if you engage in that type of sexuality, you will not be happy. Well, lips are made for putting things into them, like eating. But if I kiss my partner, I'm not going to get real sad. I mean, I don't think there's any place. in. I have, I have no objection to you kissing anyone. That's because that's the one that you like. But it doesn't say anywhere that lips are made specifically for kissing. But we do is it with di- it. Is, it. is the digestive system made for digesting? Yeah, but sometimes it can also is be the reproductive for system, plugging it back in. Is the reproductive system made for reproduction? It can be, but also sometimes well, you can just skip. Yeah, sometimes you can do other things. I mean, it's not like the second you go ahead and penetrate your wife, she gets pregnant on the spot. Otherwise, if you wanted to be strictly for reproductive, I would suggest you get a turkey baster so you could be a lot more scientific about it. But you're doing other things, right? I mean, you're not just reproducing. No, You end up being happy in the middle, no? No, because human sexuality is based on human contact. It's uh, You can separate procreation from sex uh, and you can uh, neuter the reproductive capability, but you can also neuter the unitive capability. They both go together, man and woman uniting without thwarting the reproductive aspect of sexuality. Uh, is the recipe for happiness. If you thwart it, you will be unhappy because you're thwarting the plan. You're thwarting the plan. So you can fill your stomach full of nails and razor blades and you will be unhappy because you're thwarting the, the, the purpose of digestion by doing that. Is that so hard to understand? Why is porn bad? Pardon me, I didn't hear you. Why is porn bad? Because it thwarts the purpose of sexuality. So which let's is say you intimate, and I disagree on that. It's, it's, Do you have another it's, argument? It's, it's, it thwarts the intimate nature of sexual union and turns it into a form of entertainment. And that's thwarting the purpose of sexuality. So you and I disagree on that. So now do you have an, an additional reason, reason why it's bad? Why do I have to? That's a reason. Why do I have to give you another reason? Not a very good why do, reason. Why do you ignore? Why do you ignore the? You ask for a reason. I give you a reason, and then you ignore it. No, so I this don't is, ignore this it. Is I heard not, you. And this then is not. No, no. This is not. This is not debate. This is not discussion. You're yeah, thwarting. This is a debate. You're thwarting the logos of debate in the same way you're thwarting the logos or purpose of sexuality. You're just saying, oh no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
No, well, that's I'm what saying you, I've engaged that's what you with said. your argument You're and saying I disagree. It. I know you disagree. Obviously, you disagree. That doesn't yeah, make, here. but that doesn't change. That doesn't make my argument flawed because you disagree with it. Just because you say your argument isn't flawed doesn't mean that it's not. So, I mean, if I say if I've this engaged is, with it and I'm saying I just don't think that your religious context is enough to really make me stop want to watch it every single day, then now what? No, the will is free. And we, oh. we're reaching we're reaching the point that we reached with the Vosh discussion, which basically uh, you're thwarting you're thwarting the ability to communicate. No, that's what I, you're I doing. would like to communicate. I would like to have maybe another line of argumentation because if you said if you say that oh uh, it's because it leads you to isolation, I don't say no, it doesn't, or I don't throw my hands up. I say well, I believe that if perhaps maybe by itself it could be isolating, but what happens if you watch porn with a partner? I come with another line of argumentation. But if your sole line of argumentation is it's thwarting the natural order and I say, hmm, and then you're like, it's thwarting, thwarting the natural order and you say, hmm, again, well, then we're just no, basically- No, 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 no. You're ignoring what I said. No. You've already admitted that there is a natural order to digestion no, uh, why again, is I say that natural- digestion is, yeah, so yes, you put food inside your system, but if I also want to put something inside my butthole, that's not going to be ruining let's my not entire t- let's life. Not, let's not talk about your butthole. Let's talk about your stomach. I, you I can put things in your stomach that will thwart digestion and make you unhappy, right? Yes? Uh, yeah, but uh, you know what? Yes, okay, my good. Digestion? Good, we finally, we finally agreed on something. Okay, so why is digestion different than the reproductive system? Why is there? It's the same because thing. Some things can some, some things can uh, serve multiple purposes. My skin is made for me to strictly stop disease from coming in through my body. But if somebody kisses my hand, it's not thwarting the natural order. So you you every time you have to bring up an example, you have to divert us from what we're supposed to be I'm talking saying about. Things can be multifaceted. No, there's a purpose to it. There's a purpose to your stomach. There's nothing multifaceted about your stomach. It has one purpose. Its purpose is to digest food. There's more what? than just your stomach yes. and your digestive system. Can just we, like there's more than your ovaries. Didn't we just agree? Didn't we just system. agree on this? Didn't we no. just agree on this? I'm saying that your stomach is made for putting certain things in, but that doesn't mean that that's necessarily what the other parts are. And just like uh, your ovaries are made to go ahead and drop uh, ovums, but that doesn't mean that my uterus or my like uh, the canal between the uterus to, and outside are not made for other things. So they're they're made for one thing. They're made for one thing. The fact that you can abuse something doesn't mean that the purpose is not there. It's just that you're abusing the purpose. And so you can see it when it comes to the stomach, but you can't see it when it comes to the reproductive organ because lust darkens the mind. Your mind has been darkened by all of these bad habits no, that you've no, acquired. No, I'm just, I'm just melanated. My, it doesn't reach to my brain. Yeah, the melanin doesn't go up. Sorry, but I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. That's not a very good line of argumentation. Why um, isn't it? It's exactly because the, it's we've reached not. the same impasse here. We've reached the same impasse because there is a blockage. Okay, you can accept purpose when it comes to the stomach. Well, so but as I, soon as soon I saw as what you we were get, saying with Vosh, you're interrupting that, like, me, you're well, interrupting me again. Okay. You're interrupting me again. Okay, I'm in mid sentence and you're interrupting me because. Okay, you accept the idea there's a purpose for the stomach, but when it comes to the reproductive system, you're blocked. And you're blocked because of lust, 
because of the perversion of the sexuality has an effect on your mind. And the point that I'm trying to make here is this is precisely what happens when you engage in pornography and masturbation. It causes blockage in the mind where you can't understand what is good for you. And you can't follow that plan and you end up unhappy. I don't masturbate. So now what? Because I'm just advocating for porn because I'm not I think talking it's good about for people you. to have. No, but you're saying I can't argument. You, I, have I a said blockage. you as a generic. I have a blockage. You, you definitely have a blockage when it comes so to the intellect. I, yeah. Do I? Okay. Well, how did that get there? Because I remember you were telling Vosh that it's because of masturbation, but I just told you I don't. So now, how did mine get there? I don't know. I don't know anything about you. Oh. Okay. Well, then perhaps you should like put statements towards like someone's intellect without knowing that much about them because I don't know what your is what your situation is but I'm not going to prescribe anything to you so I would still like to argue on the point of why is porn bad because all I'm getting is a lot of we've like got about, your mind's document oh sorry yes no no, no go ahead no 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 I'm, well we, we've yeah. got maybe about 30 seconds left before we go into the Q&A we can make um, it a little bit longer if you guys want in order for each of you to draw together some of the threads from this discussion. Otherwise, yeah. uh, Q&A is pretty quick here. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I, for me, I just don't really think you're making very many arguments for why porn's bad. A lot of it is, oh, well, sexuality is made for you to join as a partner. Like, great. I can still watch porn and still procreate. A lot of people do it. A lot of people have kids and then still masturbate once they have kids. So I just don't understand, like, you act like you can, like... Two and three can't go ahead and combine and make something else. Is either you only have two or you only have three, and I think like it's just a lot of it's like religious fundamentalism, which is great. I'm very happy you go to church. I'm very proud of you, but I don't understand why you need to prescribe what your church going uh, tells you to do onto everybody else. Because no, I, I just well, I'm uh, we get mad about interruptions, right? Okay, so yeah, I just don't really understand why uh, you need to go ahead and police people's ability to watch porn just because you want people to procreate. They could do both. You can procreate while watching porn. People do that sometimes. So. So you're claiming that I'm trying to impose my religion on you when all I'm trying to explain to you is that uh, the human body has functions that have purposes, and you admit it when it comes to the stomach, but you won't admit it when it comes to the reproductive uh, system. Digestion's one thing. You don't understand. That's that's the the gist of what I'm trying to talk about. It has a purpose. If you thwart the purpose, you will end up unhappy. So therefore, it's better not to thwart the purpose. We. Might move into the Q&A now. This might be a good chance. want to remind you folks that our guests are linked in the description. If you want to hear more from our guests, you can by clicking on those links. And that includes in the podcast as we upload every debate to our podcast as well. This one first coming in from Adahefq says, when's the last time? Let's see. Okay. Looking for serious questions, folks. Want to let you know when you put in troll questions, it's just a waste of our time. And we're not going to read them because we want high quality questions for a high quality Q&A for people to listen to. Mango T says, Dr. Jones, I agree. I have a pornography issue. I am lonely and in educational debt. What do I do, though, to improve my life? I hate this habit. Good. Okay, so the first step is that you recognize you're a slave to your passions. Now, how do you get out of this? Okay. Uh, at this point, you have to, inv you invoke religion. Okay. You do invoke religion. 
because uh, you can't do it by yourself. You can try, some people do, but for the most part, you need some type of spiritual help to get out of this. And so you have to ask, you have to go to God and ask him for help. And there, go to the church, go, this is, this is why it's there. Jesus Christ came because the world was uh, admired in sin. They couldn't get out of it. So I'm pointing you in that direction. That's that's the way to get out of it. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Ozzy and Talk says, Dr. Jones, how does liberty equal control? Does control equal liberty? In other words, does it work in the reverse direction if they're equal? And then says more control is more liberty. Your argument seems to lead to a contradiction. Yeah, there is a, it's a paradox. Obviously, there's a paradox in that statement. The sexual liberation is obviously not liberation, okay? The only type of freedom you have is the freedom to be a rational creature, because that's what you are. If you engage in irrational behavior, you will not be free, okay? Vice is irrational behavior, because it is not following the logos of the human body. It's not following the logos of moral behavior. Practical reason is another word for morality. The way you achieve the good is through practical reason, by making the right decisions. That's the paradox here. And in the first, uh, the previous discussion, I said, I talked about uh, the Israelis. The Israelis go into Ramallah, uh, the, Palest uh, the Palestinian town, and they start broadcasting pornography. Why did they do that? Because it lets you be free? Is that what the Israelis want to do? No, it's because it's a form of control, and they understand that. And if you understand that, you're on your way of getting away from that type of uh, addiction. It's a paradox, okay? It is not liberation. It's the opposite of liberation. It's bondage. This one coming in from Mango T says, Dr. Jones, this is a different person, actually. They said, due to my sexual habits or experiences. I've developed neurological issues. Now I use a wheelchair. Do doctors said that because of excessive dopamine production. I don't know. Well, if I'm, so, I'm sorry. Sorry to hear about that. This uh, I, I, the point I'm trying to make here is I want to spare people uh, some type of sad outcome in their lives by pointing them in the right direction. And pornography and masturbation is not the right direction. It's the opposite. This one coming in from Mr. Monster. Technically, they uh, didn't say who this is for. So if both of you want to respond, you can. They say, uh, do you think a family can just be two men and a child? Yes. And I no. think there's many families that are exactly like that. Uh, and I think they're very happy families. Two-parent households are cool. As long as there's two parents, then it's going to be good. No. This one coming in from Stephen Mulraney says, let's see you. Yeah, looking for more of uh, more on topic. Let's see. Let me switch over here. I've got another set of questions from Sunflower. Said, how did people, so this is for you, Kat, said, how did people manage before porn was invented? Was there, I think they're saying, was their quality of life or their quality of their sex life lower back then? Uh, I wasn't there, uh, but people have been stroking it from day one. Uh, my, uh, I've, my brother is a, uh, autistic to the extent that he cannot operate uh, machinery, including a computer, does not stop him. We have to clean sheets every once in a while. So I'm sure people have been beating it from the inception of, I don't know, human beings as a species. 
This one coming in from Sunflower says, Cat, junk food is designed to maximize hedonistic pleasure via exploitation of a biological function. Isn't porn a lot like junk food in that way? I'm sorry. Are you saying, uh, could you re sure. can you reread that? Yeah, you I'm sorry. No problem. They said, junk food is designed to maximize hedonistic pleasure via exploitation of a biological function. Isn't porn a lot like junk food in that way? Junk food is just empty calories. Junk food is just something that I guess a lot of times it's uh, something that people that don't have access to higher uh, nutrition use to be able to get by or some people use to just kind of get through a day or down some type of sorrow. I wouldn't really equate these two uh, because when uh, the mood that one person might be in for why they're eating junk food might be very different than why somebody's watching porn. As I said, porn is something that you can watch with a partner and it can help up like uh, upgrade your sex life if uh, you're doing it properly. Whereas I don't really think there's a context in which after eating junk food, you're like, boy, oh boy, I sure really helped myself with uh, getting my growth hormone in today. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're equivalent. Sorry. This one coming in from, do appreciate your question. Mr. Monster says, is there a problem with sex being entertainment? I think that we know Dr. Jones's response. Cat, uh, if it's, uh, I don't know if they mean like a non-sexual form of entertainment. Uh, uh, I, that's I, my guess. No, no um, I mean, I think it's bad if, uh, like, I think it's bad if you can go somewhere uh, and that's just like an amusement park. But like if it's something within your own house and you're not, you're doing anything sexual to it, such as I specify it as how I use it. I don't think there's a problem. I look at it. I'm like, wow, that's a nice move. I note it down, timestamp it, send it to a partner. Pretty this entertaining. Coming... Sorry about that. Jad Martin says, it's scientifically proven that regular porn consumption shrinks gray matter in the brain. Uh, it's scientifically proven that red wine helps reduce cancer. Sure. I mean, what studies do you have? Because I, as someone that is a scientist, I am absolutely unimpressed by people saying studies say, because studies say anything. I need peer-reviewed data. I need uh, something that's been published in a reputable journal. Just because, like, your bachelor's friend uh, at your university was able to put something out by doing a survey, I'm not very impressed. But thank you. This one coming in from Alec Wolf. I didn't see your question, Alec. If you have one, let me know in the chat. If you tag me with Monterey Debate, and then I can read it for you. Ozzy and Talk says, hedonistic treadmills can be issues for anyone, and porn isn't the only treadmill. And said, think about your hot showers. Do you appreciate a hot shower? I think that they're maybe saying that the hedonistic treadmill from psychology, usually referring to the fact that things usually lose their pleasure facilitation as you do them more often but i think they're trying to say that a hot shower still feels good after so many times and they're i think they're saying that therefore the hedonistic treadmill won't apply to porn i'm i'm guessing that's what they mean uh, i think that's for you dr jones well of course it applies to pornography uh because uh there there's a trajectory with pornography that uh, the the normal uh, once you become addicted to it, you become more and more addicted to more and more bizarre forms of it that lead uh, become more and more dangerous uh, to the point where people can get hurt uh, or people can get killed. That's the natural progression. And it's based on the fact that, of this uh, hedonistic treadmill that you just discussed. 
This one coming in from Alec Wolf says, Dr. Jones says his arguments aren't based through religion, but as soon as someone asked how to break their porn addiction, he explicitly invoked religion. I think they're saying that there's an inconsistency. Yeah, there's no inconsistency there. Uh, if, if you're asking about the purpose of sexuality, that can be known by reason. If you want to, if you need help for breaking the habit, that's why religion is there. It's religion. It's there to help you. So to say that you you can you should ignore religion when you're in need of some type of help, that, I'm not going to say that. I'm I'm I believe that religion is there for a purpose. I think it can help you, and that's why I recommended it. You got it. This one coming in from Saved by Christ says. Porn creates negative neural pathways in the brain that causes dependencies just like drugs do. So why should we then treat porn as less harmful than other equally harmful addictions? I think that's for you, Kat. I have a video game addiction sometimes, but no one's going to tell me that video games are bad. Uh, there's a lot of people that are alcoholics, but that doesn't make us stop uh, alcohol from being publicly like available. Like if that's your if you have an addiction, then that's something that you need help with. That doesn't mean that everybody else needs to be like have their life changed because you're personally having a problem. Sure, it's bad for some people. It's not bad for everybody. That's why everybody in America loves guns so much. Some people are responsible. Some people aren't. What do you do? This one from AC says, my question is to Kat. How can she defend casual sexual relations in porn when they break down pair bonding according to the research that has been done? Uh, I'm going to give you the same exact thing I just said. Great. Your, your friend uh, did a survey in LA and asked about people's porn and stuff. Great. Can I have a peer-reviewed study? Until then, yeah. I'm, did you know that me coughing too hard can stop uh, cause one of my lungs to come out? People are saying this. Let's see. This is Paradigm Shift Plant-Based Vegan Jedi says, question for both. I would like to know if either Dr. Jones or Kat can name any peer-reviewed data demonstrating that porn is safe or peer-reviewed data demonstrating that porn is not safe, respectively. Because of the context in which I knew that I wasn't going to need it for my particular opponent? No, I don't. But if you'd like, you can go ahead and message me and I'll be able to get some for you. Thank you. This leads to this dead end where you're, some, you're always quoting some type of scientific studies. We don't need scientific studies. We have people's testimony. Uh, these people are, are addicted to it. They're, they're, they're talking about their personal experience. We don't need scientific studies to, to, to validate what these people understand. That's ridiculous. Gotcha. And looking in for the last questions, any last questions, I think that we've got them covered. So I want to say thank you very much, folks, for your questions. Thank you so much to our guests. We really do appreciate them. They are linked in the description, folks. If you want to hear more, if you want to read more, etc., you can by clicking on those links in the description box, including at the podcast. But I want to say thank you so much, Dr. Jones and Kat. It's been a true pleasure to have you with us. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm new to your format, but I will try to be a bit quiet. <laughs> I'm used to like being people just going like back and forth and back and forth a lot, but I will tone it down next time. <laughs> thank, thank you. Well, we appreciate both of you guys. It's always it's always passionate, and I would much rather. I can tell you, there's nothing worse. People, oh, sometimes they will leave because sometimes the debates are so boring. So we appreciate you guys are spirited. And then want to say though, thanks everybody. I'll be back in just a moment with a post credit scene, letting you know about upcoming debates. So stick around for that. <laughs> 